You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. So you're naked tech. My naked tech. Yes, it's uh, it's sparse these days. There's nothing covering it, Kevin. But you know what? We've got to start Geekiest Show ever. Episode... Is it 120? I don't know. We, uh... Holy shit, you remembered the number. Did I? Uh, yes. I deserve a plus one for that. No. no um, what, what about a tick? A tick in the box. Uh, how about a kick in the ass? That'll work. Okay, you can have that then. As long you can as have one. It doesn't sl- get stuck. Because, you what? know, you mightn't get it back. Well, I can tell you what, if my size 12 extra wide width boots get stuck, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> ah, daylight. Anyway, <laughs> to- talking about things that get stuck, I'm kind of stuck on batteries at the moment, Kevin. And, and no, it's not for the various toys that I have around. It's not even for Gretel's vibrator. It, it, it's batteries that recharge things for like the Wii remote. And what, what what's so funny? Oh, shit, I, I said that Gretel had a vibrator on the show. Like, oh, Jesus, she's going to kill me. <laughs> what, what, I wor- what I worry about more is what you're doing with the vibrator when she's not around. <laughs> oh, I made him choke on that one. <laughs> you're making me choke. Uh, uh, Kevin, we, yes? we, we won't talk about that. We'll okay. leave it up to the listeners' imaginations. And, and uh, there goes the rest of the listeners. <laughs> well, we, we, we're we down to two anyway, so, you know, regardless. No, uh, seriously, batteries. Um, I'm having problems with rechargeable batteries. Now, I bought this little Apple recharger, really cool little device. You know, plug it in and, and it works, generally, although it is a bad Apple product, in my opinion. Uh, now, in, in the documentation, it actually states that, hey, you can charge third-party batteries with this thing. Y- you can't. I've been trying with the third-party batteries I've got that are compatible. Won't charge them. It just keeps blinking the the orange light and and just refuses. In fact, even sometimes when it's got the Apple batteries in it, it blinks the orange light. And anyone who's used those batteries knows that it's just a fault that comes with the stupid adapters. They just... Sometimes it doesn't register, but you just got to jiggle the batteries and swap them around and then it's fine. But the big thing that I've been facing is I've had these current set of rechargeable batteries since maybe 2007 when we first got the Wii. So they've they've had their life. You know, they've been recharged. Yeah, I, I would think so. So they, they don't hold much of a charge anymore. You know, you get maybe, I don't know, 10 hours out of it when you should get 20 hours out of it kind of thing. So I'm looking for new rechargeable batteries, but I'm also looking at standard alkaline. And I think we may have spoken about this before, where I think you use alkaline batteries. And I'm starting yeah. to sort of toy up whether or not to just go back to alkaline. And I know that the, the people who care about the environment would be wanting to crucify me right now. But it comes down to a simple fact that how much does a battery actually cost to recharge? How much energy usage, how much yep. greenhouse gases are exposed as it's, as it's charging? Plus, you know, rechargeable battery, and, and I'm just using the example of the Wii because I know the the time that you're supposed to get out of those Wii remotes. And you're looking with a rechargeable at maximum 20 hours, whereas with an alkaline battery, you're looking at a maximum of 40 hours worth of gameplay. You know, that's a significant amount more gameplay than you're getting from a rechargeable battery. And I don't know about you, Kevin, but I just seem to be 
the, the kids kept coming to me, Daddy, I need new batteries. And I just seemed to be recharging the stuff all the time. And, of course, this old recharger that I've got, when I got it back in 2007, it takes 16 hours to charge four batteries. I mean, sure. 16 hours? 16 hours to charge four batteries. It's absolutely ludicrous. And, you know, the Apple one's a lot better. It, it takes uh, about four hours to charge two batteries. But you look at 16 hours, and all I look at is, wow, the energy cost and how much energy is being used and wasted. And is it any better than just buying alkaline batteries? Well, yeah, I'm a, I experimented a little bit with uh, rechargeable batteries, and it wasn't a good experience. I'll say it that way. I don't know a better way to describe it. So we switched back to uh, buying... Uh, alkaline batteries and I recycle those as often as I can I actually keep a small tote uh, back in the uh, what I call the mudroom mechanical room of the house here so that there's a t- one tote that has all the brand new batteries of it the kids go get them they take them out and then they bring them to me and then I go put them on a, another smaller tote that as soon as I can find a place or find somebody that I can give them to I I get rid of them then. Um, but we have much better luck, and you're right. We get a lot more hours and time out of the uh, uh, alkalines than we ever did out of the rechargeables. They're, interestingly enough, I think it was, yeah, it was Lifehacker, and we can put a link to it in the show notes. There was an article recently that they wrote up about you know rechargeable batteries and, and how to get the most out of them and what's the cost, what's the payback, and all that. It was a great read, so we'll put definitely put a link to that in the show notes. Um, you know the startup costs for batteries, how many you keep around, how quickly you go through them, uh, the different types of chargers. Because um, one of the things the guy that wrote the article, and it's been a couple weeks since I read the article, uh, pointed out is when he bought the really good batteries. That oh, I'm trying to remember something. I don't know they didn't give him as good a payback as a middle-of-the-road type of battery did. Now, the be- the better charger, if I remember correctly, was a better deal on the payback, because he did a whole ROI on, this, on these batteries to figure out what was going to work best, what was going to do the best for him, and all that. So, like I say, we'll put a link to the article in the show notes, but I'm just not a believer in removable rechargeable batteries my keyboard my trackpad they all have alkalines and i get probably i don't know two and a half three and a half months out of a set of batteries so i feel pretty good about that actually yeah it's not bad and and you know obviously it'll depend on each user on how often you use it and and what you're doing on it you know if you're playing something like i don't know Call of Duty, and you're using your keyboard and, and mouse, it's going to drain the batteries a hell of a lot quicker than, you know, if you type in the great American novel. Um, but, you know, it, it's just something that I've, I've been, it's been bugging me for a while now. I think we've even spoken about it before. And, you know what, Gretel brought home a, a, a set of Duracell uh, batteries um, the other day, a box, you know, and, and was like, they work out to be a dollar a battery when you buy them that way. And they just last and keep lasting, keep going and keep going. And I just really, I think I'd prefer to go back that way rather than just deal with this rechargeable thing. And as you said, 
this article that was referenced, you know, you got to buy the charger up front. Well, that costs money. And then you've got to buy batteries for every single device you have. That costs more money. And then you've got to pay for the electricity constantly to charge it. That costs money. It's not free. So I maybe the environment is winning, but we're not. Well, I think if I remember the correctly... The first year, you end up, of course, because of buying everything, the startup costs, as you might say, um, you know, you're not money ahead. You, mm-hmm. you do go in the hole. The second year, you break even or go a little bit to the good. And then by the third year, you're really doing good. Problem being, for most of the rechargeable batteries, by the time you get to the third year, they're, screwed. they're starting to deplete. So it's... You know, there's the the guy does believe that rechargeables are a good idea. He said you just have to, um, you know, go into it with eyes wide open. Be prepared to make a fairly significant upfront um, investment. I think he said he invested close to two hundred US in wow. everything to get going. I mean, so you know, or maybe it was one hundred and seventy. I don't know, something like that. So, so I, I, mean, I could buy be- a lot of batteries for that price. Yeah, and that's what he was calculating against how much it cost to buy alkaline batteries and all that, and and uh, he he did quite a a good bit. He said, you know, being a geek, I think, or something, how he said it, he had a whole spreadsheet and database he built up and put together, you know, for the numbers to to run the numbers and see what was better. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did say, if I remember the gist of the article, was rechargeables were better, but there were instances where it was. Um, plausible that alkaline batteries are better. Now, the question, do you have any place you can take alkalines to be recycled where you live? Not that I'm aware of. And that that's, you know, that that is a concern, you know, because you want them disposed of responsibly um, rather than just throw them into the garbage. But, I, I mean, we've got a battery world down the road. I don't know, maybe I should go and, and investigate with them. Maybe they do a recycling type thing or, or they take them and dispose of them carefully. But there's there's no advertising on their windows out the front saying, oh, we take your old alkaline batteries and dispose of thoughtfully. They just, they don't do that. They just want to sell you new stuff all the time. So, um, yeah, long story short, not that I know of. Well, you know, that's another interesting thing. The um, I read something somewhere, and it's been a year or two now since I read it, that said uh, actually... The new thinking was that the alkaline batteries, the stuff that was in them, really wasn't that bad for the landfills. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you have to take all that kind of stuff with a grain of salt. You don't know who paid to have the article written, if it was written by an independent party. And I don't remember anywhere where I read this article, so I well, can't I can't cite something specific in this case. When, when you look at landfill, I mean, there's... There's crap in there anyway. It's never going to be used for anything other than putting crap in landfill. So, does it really matter that much to the environment? Does well, it's what it, it's what leaches out of the landfill. Um, I mean, modern landfills are lined. They're not just holes in the ground. Yep. They're lined. They have uh, leaching systems. You know what I mean by a leaching system? I've heard of the terminology, but I'm not 100% sure. It catches all the groundwater and all the crap that comes down through the landfill, mm-hmm. collects it, and then the water can be monitored and stuff like that for, you know, heavy metals mm-hmm. or other other crap that could be in it. So there's a whole leaching system. 
a lot of modern landfills have uh, gas monitoring systems that monitor the gases being produced by the decay of stuff underground and all that sort of thing. That fact, I mean, modern is that out gases, Kevin? Huh? Sorry. <laughs> what? What are you out gassing on me again? Well, if, if it can figure out out gases, out natural gases, because I've oh. got to tell you, sometimes, thank God, there's not smell of vision. Yes, I thank the Lord for that every day when I'm talking to you. The, uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, they do quite some modern things. I mean, landfills have gotten quite high tech in in the effort to to stay green and, and you know keep up with the environment and try to protect our environment as much as they can. Uh, and I'm not an expert at it, so please don't anybody. I mean, I could be wrong on some of this stuff, but I mean, I know a little bit about it. Um, but I do, you know, the most modern landfills are lined. You know, with a uh, looks to me like I've never been up close to like a polyethylene lining mm -hmm. that controls and monitors, and that way they can collect all the fluids and stuff that that go down through them. And I think there's even some modern landfills where they collect the methane gas coming off of the landfill and use that to burn for energy. Oh, nice. So I, I don't know of any around me, but I've heard. Uh, I think it might have been on Dirty Jobs. That show with Mike Rowe. Yep. I don't know if you've ever seen oh, it. Oh, I like that show. Oh, I do too. Um, I think they had one out in California someplace, maybe. I can't remember. Are you, are you saying that the Californians have a lot of gas? They're very concerned about the amount of gas they have, I'll put it that way. Okay, so if they light a match, kapoom, they're gone. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it's quite that. Actually, uh, what is it? There was. Uh, they say that m most cows produce more methane gas than uh, half the other stuff in the we're worried about in the world. <laughs> That's funny. And you know what I think is really funny about that? I uh, a, a lot of farmers smoke. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe me. Having grown up around farms, I know how much gas cows produce. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I had choked up again, listeners. Uh, I'm I'm still choked because I got all this all this crud in my sinuses, Kevin. So I can't breathe properly. And then, uh, anyway, I'm still doing the show. You know what? I was tempted to get Mike in, and then I I just I didn't want him to have to put up with you again. Well, yeah. After that comment you all made on Twitter about my kilt obsession and how. And how it gets uncomfortable talking to me. Well, just you know, for, we've got to be honest, don't we? Just for that, I ought to stand up and show you what I'm not wearing right now. Uh, between you and Jeff Gamut, I don't know. The, the no pants guys that do podcasts. I got pants on today. I got tracky duckies. What's your hoosies? Trackies. I have no. Oh, what the hell? Oh man, how am I going to explain it without standing up and? And showing Kevin me duds. They're... Okay, they're like tracksuit pants. They're like running pants. They're... Hey, little thin things? No, no, they're not... They're not like the skin-tight ones where it shows off me junk. They're... They're really comfortable where you feel like you're not wearing pants. They're... They're just a, a fabric-y... Let me stand up, Kevin! They're Ugh. like sweatpants. Sweat... Yeah, sweatpants! That's what I'm wearing. I call them tracky ducks. You Americans calling them sweatpants? I don't know. Although you do sweat in them when, when it gets hot. 
It is a swamp down there. Oh, goody, and we just hit swamp down there. We have a title for the show, folks. <laughs> I did there. it again. Woohoo! <laughs> Oh, and the images that will invoke for our poor, poor listeners. We have listeners left? All right, our listener. Especially after me cocking up and doing the editing the other week, so. Oh, that was bad. And and I had to cover your ass, Kevin. I'm glad to know you were paying attention to my ass, but no, I'm not actually. That's kind of creepy. (laughs) Yes, for anyone listening to, I, I think it was, what was it, episode 117 or, or yeah. Yeah, 117 with Mike and I. Yeah, uh, Kevin did the editing on that one, and um, he didn't know to mix it down to a mono track, so it ended up being in stereo. So, of course, you had Kevin in the the uh, left hand, um, le- the right right hand ear or the left hand ear, and yeah, left hand. I'm, I'm trying to figure out which hand is which hand now, Kevin, which... Sides left, to which side's right? Oh dear, this is confusing. Okay, so you had Kevin in the left hand, and then Mike in the right hand. And it was kind of like the stereo thing, because you were sitting in the middle of the room, and you're going, ooh, wow, this sounds cool. But uh, of course, what we didn't realize is that someone who wants to listen with only one earpiece, whilst they're working, or perhaps they, they're hard of hearing in, in one ear, and they rely on the other ear, they couldn't listen to the show properly because they couldn't hear what Kevin was saying. They could hear what Mike was saying. And, I mean, let's be honest, listeners, what Mike says is gold. It's absolutely superb. So you wanted to hear what Mike was saying, but you couldn't hear what Kevin was saying. Just like now, you can't see that he's flipping me the bird. He's being very, very rude. You know, so, you know, it's like this. You want to hear from Mark and you want to hear from Mike. And if you hear from Kevin, that's good. But, you know, you still need to know what the conversation's about. Yeah, you you just you're just two little M and M's in a bag there together, aren't you? You two, Mike and Mark, <laughs> yeah. two brown two brown M and M's. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I again, I do apologize. To listen. And the weird part was with my having the the new earbuds that I've been using in place of my head uh, earphones that I was using before. Um. I didn't notice it as bad, so again, I do apologize. It was just me getting in a hurry, trying to get the show done. I got everything mixed because I had another problem, and I got the editing done. And then I went to mix it, and I forgot to hit the cre- the, the critical button that says mix both channels together to mono. And I went, oh, shit. So my apologies again. And and to so be we'll, and to be quite honest, Kevin did send me the file first, and I should have actually picked up on it and and actually listened to the show. But I think at the time yeah. I wasn't feeling well, or you know I was busy or something. I thought oh, I'll just send it out to to Tim. It'll go live, no worries. And yeah, and uh, I so I missed that as well. So uh, our sincerest apologies to anyone who struggled. But hey, thanks for listening. You know, really, thank you for listening and thank you for letting us know if we ever do something really stupid please let us know well okay don't do that because then we'll get thousands of letters in every single week but you know technically stupid when we're doing something with production yes the really stupid the really stupid stuff we're just going to do anyway because we're really stupid but you know you you talk about stupid i i I have stupid is what stupid does yes yes forest we know (laughs) 
So life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Actually, I, I like that saying because Alistair decided to change it for Namp and, and say Namp is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And I would have never pictured it that way, but it is. You never know from one week to the next. Whereas on this show, everyone knows that they're getting tomfoolery of some sort. I just have this picture of you now dressed like Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump, and it's disturbing on a lot of levels. <laughs> in that white suit with the funky little haircut. Hey, I got so. a box of chocolates, man. Yeah. We'll go with that. But but talking... <laughs> Would you like a chocolate? But, but talking about celebrities... Oh, you want to talk about something, do you? Yes, I do, damn it. Oh, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rain on your celebrity parade... As long as we don't have to talk about Honey Boo Boo, get started. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, let me put it to you this way. I'm still watching the show, and I have discovered that her mother, as they call her Mama June, has a cooking show online that you can watch the interesting food that she cooks. Good grief. You know what? I feel sorry for all Americans that are Americans like the Honey Boo Boo family. I feel sorry for all Americans because there's Americans like Kevin who watches the Honey Boo Boo family. And I feel sorry for society that we have to put up with Americans who watch Honey Boo Boo and accept Honey Boo Boo and don't shoot her in the head. It, it, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's the downfall of society, Kevin. It's absolutely horrendously awful. It's like, you know, if you actually put all that brain power into doing something good, we, we could build the Starship Enterprise, man. And then we'd put you and Honey Boo Boo on it and send you off on a five-year mission. Yeah, only <laughs> one of us would come out alive. I'd commit suicide. <laughs> You'd swallow a photon torpedo. <laughs> With pleasure. I'm here! <laughs> but no, uh, I'm never, I, I guess, honey boo boo aside, I'm never uh, uh, ceased to be amazed at the way people pick up on stuff celebrities do and and how hey, they. Hey, Kevin, we, Kevin, we just got yes. a massive amount of fuzz, fuzz through. When you were talking, it sounded like an old radio transmission that came through like. It was actually a really cool sound effect. I don't know what happened. It was like a 1950s television broadcast. We're getting something from the moon! The dark side of the moon! God, Kevin's melting! <laughs> I get that with you all the time, that, that, and I just that, enjoy these parts. That, that was kind of cool, but we are having a, a couple of audio issues. It, it might just be in my head, though. I don't know. Maybe the aliens have invaded my brain. It's cutting in and out. That's weird. That helping? Ooh, itchy, scratchy. Ooh, itchy, scratchy. Listeners are going. That feels that that feels better. Kevin, get get the back of my neck. Get the back of my neck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Now that's a virtual itch I can I can tolerate. Woohoo! Disgusting thought. Anyway, the stuff, the stupid stuff that celebrities do. I'm not going to get off this topic. I've I've got a vent on this. Because people... Yeah, you know what? Can, can, we've, we've got to hand up again. You're siloning out and uh, the video's not keeping up. So, uh, otherwise the listeners will be very upset again. Kevin, your mouth is moving, but all I'm getting is fuzz. I'm getting... 
Oh, oh my God. We're, we're, we're perfectly great people at producing a show, aren't we? Boy, we suck. Yeah. Kevin, give me a call back and we'll continue on. All right. All right. Fingers crossed Kevin is now back on Earth because he was out of this world a minute ago. Uh, Kevin, I can see your mouth. Yes. Oh, there you are. <laughs> you are pulling I'm... me leg, you bastard. I was pulling your leg to... Never mind, I'm not going to take that one. That was too easy one. Which one? Uh, the third it... leg? <laughs> no. The oh, peg leg? God. No, no, no. Stop, stop. I'm going to throw up. Please, no. I'm becoming ill at the, Ill at the sound of that. <laughs> hey, you said you were pulling me leg. I mean, I got three legs. I got the middle uh, stump. Do you really want me to tell them what Gretel told me? Yeah, if you want. I'd like to know myself. <laughs> See, you were there. Was I? Yeah. See, listeners, what Mark doesn't remember is half the time after we finish recording, we'll always have a little chat. It's our chance once a week to chat, talk about talk about people, make fun of them, and otherwise. Then Mark's lovely wife, Gretel, saint, saint that she is, Saint Gretel as I like to refer to her, will usually come in and speak with me. And uh, she kind of leaves Mark out of the conversation. And then she tells me about Mark and some things that Mark does that are just less than palatable. But I use it, I will use it for blackmail. I will use it for blackmail (laughs) at some point in time. (laughs) I I don't know what you're talking about, Kevin. Yeah, you don't. You know, because see, I'm not, I I, I don't care because whatever you can say that she said, I can retaliate against. So, yeah, it doesn't worry me. Yeah, but all I have to do is send her a little care package, and she'll take <laughs> take you out with it. <laughs> yes, your little care packages won't get through our customs. Thank you, customs. Uh, no, Gretel and I set up a back channel. Oh, have you? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll see you in hell then, my friend. <laughs> Actually, hold on. What song's that from? See you in hell, my friend. Who Who did that? See you in hell. Uh, you know what? I've got the sun. Um, oh, I know the sun because I love the sun. Now I can't remember who the artist is. Damn, I mean, it's I've a heard, good sun. I've heard actors or, you know, characters say, I'll see you in hell or something like that. I've never heard. No, there's definitely a sun. Um, uh, you know what, Kevin? You start talking and I'll start looking up the sun. Because, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll be interested makes, in what you're about to say. It, so. <laughs> it makes for entertaining stuff. No, what I was going to talk about was celebrities and their influence on our society and everyday life. And I'm talking about this because a good friend of mine, whose wife is expecting their first child, mm-hmm. was talking the other day, or maybe it's been a week or so ago, and she started talking about, oh, well, you could give me that as a push present. And I went, What? What's a push present? Yeah, a push present. I said, what the hell is a push present? Well, apparently now it is customary for husbands to present their wives in the delivery room with some bauble, you know, some gift, jewelry preferably from what I've heard, you know, for having the baby and having What the the fuck? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. What, are, are women having to do that now? You know what? I'll, I'll tell you something about when uh, when Natalia was born. <clears throat> Actually, I can tell you about both kids. Anyway, and Gretel. Sorry? 
think Gretel smacked the hell out of you when she was born? No, well, kind of. But here's how flaky women are when they're given childbirth. So anyway, she pulls this me... This is Mark talking, by the way, lady listeners. Mark talking. Kevin's not talking. Yeah, yeah, shut up for a minute. So she pulls me close, you know, because she wants me close as, she, as she's pushing and she wants to hold me. And then, the, and then like five seconds later, she pushes me away with force and goes, don't smother me. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Seriously. You want me close, then you push me away. Then you want me close, then you... Pu- you can't win. So anyway, that was Natalia's birth. And when Nicholas was, was uh, being born... It was a much bigger baby, actually, so it caused a bit more pain, but Gretel decided to get on the, the happy gas, and uh, she was gone. It took much longer for him to come out, and uh, he, he couldn't he couldn't stop waiting, so he kind of shut on the way out, and that was a mess. Ugh. But, yeah, Gretel, Gretel was happy. She was she was sucking in the happy juice. Yeah, no, uh, we had... Well, see, we did both. My oldest was was born naturally, and the other two were done with a C-section. And I went in the operating room for the C-section. Ooh, ooh. I was there for the whole thing. Oh, you man. I, I don't know I, if I could I do that. I saw it all. You, you know, I saw it all. Although, look, you know, honestly, you know, it, it's one of those messy things that someone like me who doesn't like blood should probably be going, oh, pass out with. But it's something that I didn't pass out with. I actually enjoyed being there. It was... One of those things that, you know, I'm actually proud I, I was there both times. It didn't, I, it didn't bother me as much as I thought it would, and yep. I just kind of went on past it and did, and it was there. I didn't, you yeah, know, I didn't, didn't think really anything think about, about it. it too much. No, you just, I don't know. It's just something that takes over. But getting gifts while you're pushing, what the hell? Get lost. Well, that's not the, happening. That's, this, this is what his if, wife would tell If my daughter turns around and, and, and did that later on, you know, when she grows up and, and gets married and hopefully gives us grandkids, if she did that, I'd slap her silly and say, wake up to yourself. Well, you know, and, and then, she, then she, you know, she talked about, well, you know, all the stuff I had to endure... You know, all the stuff, you know, me, I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Enjoy. Back, 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 back it, the freight train it, up it, here. It's not like they don't enjoy it, Kevin. You know, they do the dude and they have their fun too. But I asked her, I said, wait a minute. So you just, you had no decision making power in having this child at all. It was all your husband, my friend. You know, you had no decision. You yeah. didn't want a child. Where, where's, you, where's the man's present for sowing the seed? That's right. We we should have the present for for sowing the seed. We did the deed. You're pregnant, right? Give me a gift. Come on, I did my job. He is actually getting a gift. It was the stupidest oh damn thing. Oh my god, I've you're ever. kidding! No. <laughs> and needless to say, I have been busting his chops continuously. Oh my god! He he came into work the other day, or no? My coworker came in, and uh, she was talking about it too. And um, there was an article I found, too. It talked about mainly the people that do the push presents are wives that inform their husbands that they require a push present. I said, you know, so the other day one of my coworkers said something about doing it. Oh, well, let me quick get you a present for doing that. You breathe today. (laughs) You know, next the wives will be looking for a present for when they go and have a turd. Jesus. How ridiculous. But, I mean, this is all based on celebrity claptrap. And it just aggravates the living 
devil out of me. So, so when did this start, though? It traces back, according to what research I did, back to the early 90s. Wow, that I far. Heard, God. I've heard of, I've never heard of it, and my kids were born after that. So I'm not sure what the hell's going well, on. Th- but Thank God. I, I hope we don't have to backdate to this stupid thing. I'll tell Gretel. The, uh, <laughs> I know you will, but I won't do anything. I'll go out and buy myself a new piece of tech gear. That's the present. There you go. If you don't like it, tough luck. That's actually, we, we told my, uh, uh, I told my friend, I said, tell you what, I think your wife would like a new MacBook Pro, you know, like the one that you've been wanting, <laughs> or maybe she would like a new MacBook Air like you've been looking at, or maybe she would like um, some nice editing software for your Mac or something like that, <laughs> you know, video editing software and stuff like that, but but yeah, it goes back, and then apparently uh, the... Uh, Who's that? Card, Kardashian, Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, we we go from Honey Boo Boo to Kardashians. Jesus Christ! Talk about airheads. What? What is it? What is it with America that America promotes airheadedness? But wait a minute. Why the hell does anybody care who or what Kim Kardashian is? I don't even know how. Other than you know having a, a decent booty and a decent front end, I don't know what. She does, or who she is, or what's made her popular. Can't understand I've it. Never, I haven't ever figured out what made her popular to begin with, other than her stepdad, I guess, is Bruce Jenner. Who's that? The athlete. He was I, an American uh, gold medal athlete. Oh, Jesus Christ. Man, talk about a fucked up society. I'm sorry, Kevin. <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, and he's, some, he's one of those celebrities that got carried. He won't let uh, nature take its course. And he's gotten carried away with plastic surgery. Oh, that, that's why it looks fake, yeah. He's freaky looking. He's really freaky looking. But this whole push present thing, I thought, what the hell? And then his wife, not realizing that, okay, it gets under her skin that I don't like push presents and I think they're stupid. And my wife thinks they're stupid. Because um, I told her about it and she went, what the hell? But Yeah. But uh, then she starts doing all this stuff. She sends me the thing. Oh, uh, Prince Charles bought one for Prince Di- Princess Diane when Prince Andrew was born, and Prince Andrew is buying one for Princess Kate or something like that. And I said, okay, so what part of British royalty are you, and why the hell do you deserve anything? Exactly. Plus, the royalty is mixed up there. I what you know whatever it is, but because Ed, Ed, <clears throat> Edward is Charles's brother, not the the son of Charles and die. Edward, Prince, wait a minute, Prince Charles bought Princess Diane a gift when Prince Andrew, which Andrew is their son, right? No, Do I got that right. No, it's the one that just had the kid. That's not Andrew. That's um, oh God, I can't remember his name now. And I'm not monarchist by... I'm I'm still part of the monarchy. And you know what, Kevin? I've I've got to say this much. Australians love to follow Americans so much with what you guys do. But I think for the sake of our nation and the sake of Australia's future, I want to remain part of the monarchy. I want to remain part of the United Kingdom and, and, and that whole scenario because they protect us from idiots like Honey Boo Boo, idiots like the Kardashians... And the stupid things America does in its society. And there's a lot of good things about America. Don't get me wrong. 
but oh my god, you have some fucked up people there and you do some fucked up shit. But the Honey Boo Boo's going to Great Britain. Oh, fucking hell. Yes, she's... People, we... No one outside of the US wants her. Just keep her. Look, honestly, and, 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 and look, <clears throat> I, I joke a lot about Honey Boo, but what I feel sorry for is, is the little girl, of course. You know, that she's going to grow up in this fucked up lifestyle, for lack of a better term. That, you know, she's going to be this child star that was basically slutified by a stupid, dumb mother. And... What really bothers me is that America lets that shit happen. The American public watches it with glee and, and happiness and, and puts up with it. You should be taking your guns and you should be killing the fucking mother and putting the child in protective custody. It's child abuse. It borderlines on child abuse. The child doesn't know that she wants to do this or that she's coming off in this way or that she looks like that on TV and that she's been laughed at worldwide. Talk about a suicide waiting to happen once she figures that shit out. Yeah, but what about her older sisters that do understand it and they get into it too? Well, maybe they're just sluts. I don't know. But bottom line is it, <laughs> it borders on child abuse. It should be banned. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be there. The government should outlaw that kind of crap. You know, if you want inbred crap, stick to your inbred society. Don't put it on TV and publish it around the world. We, we don't want to see it. We're trying to spread our inbredness, inbredness to the world. Oh, good Lord. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. I, 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 I just, as you know, we've had disagreements over Honey Boo Boo in the past. I really think it's child abuse. Um, I, I just wouldn't stand for it. I wouldn't tolerate it. Um, you're, not giving the, <clears throat> you're not giving the child a chance to, to, you know, make their own decisions. They're incapable of making their own decisions. Well, you know what's worse is how she became a celebrity. Oh, dear. From, the, from, that, sh- from that show Toddlers and Tierras. Oh, yeah. Which, which I saw like see, five that, minutes that, of. It, that I, is child abuse. I mean, that, that, that made me throw that, up. That's the butt ugly mother wanting to live vicariously through the daughter. Talk about child abuse. Talk about absolute child abuse. They should be shot, lined up and shot. I don't know why America's sitting by watching this crap. What. I, I mean, and I think about the people, the, the men and women who are behind the fucking cameras and in the editing suites editing this crap for TV. What morals do they have? Seriously, what, what morals? Are, are they as inbred as the people that they're bloody recording? I mean, what's going on? Well, I'll tell you this. I was watching a, what was it, something about a behind the scenes something or I, I, something about it. And one of the crew said, the, the mother said something. And one of the crew said, can we just? Can I just get out of here right now? Please get me out of here. Let's do something else. And she was just like, "Get me out of here." And then uh, when they were doing the cooking show, I had to laugh. They're little like short, three minute things, and uh, she keeps offering the guy that's doing the camera stuff something to eat that she's cooked, and he won't eat it. <laughs> he won't touch it. Jeez. Oh, you know, I didn't mean to upset you so bad. Oh, look, Kevin, you know that I rant about a lot of things, but especially when... You, you've ranted? Are, yes. Well, look, especially <laughs> when especially when kids are involved, it really bugs the shit out of me, you know, and, and it really bugs the shit out of me that society lets this stuff happen because you can stand up and you can make a stand about this. Number one, don't watch the crap. Uh, number two, take a gun and, and then we'll shoot them. Other people are shooting everyone else in the US, so just shoot them. Get rid of them. Um... 
you know, look, I, I come, I came across this uh, this story about that guy in uh, I forget where it was now, somewhere in the U.S. Um, and he had three women imprisoned uh, since they were were young girls. There was massive uproar, worldwide news, and everything. You know the abuse that they suffered there. Well, this little girl who's got this TV show, who's dressed like a slut and a whore because that's what the mother wants and the mother thinks that's fucking great and society thinks it's even better. Well, she's a prisoner to the mother's crap and to what the media is saying and everything at, you know, a young age. How is that abuse any different to this guy locking up these women and abusing them for 10 years? Because she's getting abused. This honey boo-boo girl is getting abused every single day. How's it any different? Yet one's publicly acknowledged and, hey, look at this, isn't this great? And then the other one is, is scorned upon. Hmm. That's a different perspective that I never thought of, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm being brutally honest. And, and that's I mean, why I, I get, get angry it. with it, because I, I look at... It's like injustices. You know, that you, you have the same crime and one person will get life and the other person will get 10 years. You know, and, and it's that kind of thing, and, and, and that's why I get fired up about this kind of stuff, because I just see abuse with that kind of stuff. I don't see that it's, it's ever going to help the child in any way, shape, or form. She's never going to have a normal life. She's never going to grow up to have a normal life. And maybe I she wouldn't, know. even without the show. But you endorse it, you know, but yet you condemn other things. I, I don't understand it. Well, if it's like any of these things, it's one of these... Quick arcs, 15 minutes of fame. I mean, already, I, as far as I know, that show is like plummeting down the ratings chart. It's, you know, it's going nowhere fast. Sure, but is that 15 minutes of fame going to ruin her the, life? I, but I believe then, you it know, is. But you look at the same thing. I mean, what about child actors? Uh, you know, forget about this. Real, parents okay, who good, have their... Good, good example. Michael Jackson. Child star. Great voice. Great dancer. Right? Freak show. Ugh. Freak show, okay? You know, Freak it, show would be, a, would be an upgrade. Right. But this is the problem. You have parents who enforce this stuff and make their kids a certain way and want to put them in the spotlight. They then don't have their childhood. They end up growing up to be freak shows. Now, it's the same thing there. What he went through was child abuse. And that's why it turned out to be a freak show, in my opinion. So th this is the same same thing. I don't believe you can have a child star that then can grow up and be a normal person. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are a few out there, but I can't recall any. All of them pretty much go off the rails at some time. You know. Yeah, but a few of them get back on the rails. I mean, look at uh, uh, what's her name from E.T. Drew Barrymore. She went off the rails really bad. She, she, I mean, she was in drug rehab at 12, I think it was, or something like that. Is, isn't and, that pathetic? I'm, I mean, okay, it's great that she's overcome that. It's wonderful because she is a good actress. But isn't that terrible that she had to go through that? Maybe she would have anyway. But more than likely, she wouldn't have if she wasn't in the public spot eye. Yeah, that's probably... It, it definitely was a, a contributing factor... Whether it was the only contributing factor, it's almost impossible to know. But, you know, I, I, yeah, it's a whole different perspective you've given me on these things. Will I quit watching Honey Boo Boo? Mm, I don't try to watch it. It's just one of those things at this time of year, there's so little on the damn television. That's when you pull out <laughs> Star Trek, Kevin. Star Trek, Big Ben reruns, you know, put the DVD in. 
Look, as you know, I don't watch a lot of commercial TV. I'm lucky if I sit down and put the commercial TV on once a week, just purely because, as you say, there is really nothing on. Um, although, under the dome, it's getting better. Uh, Hell on Wheels, the, new, the season three is coming back. I can't wait. I'm loving it. It starts this week. Um, and Breaking Bad is coming back in the next week or two weeks as well. So the, the, there are some good TV series coming back. Well, see, I also have my favorite love, American football starts. There you go. Actually started. And after we finish recording the show tonight at 10 o'clock my time, I will be watching my beloved Dallas Cowboys take on the Oakland Raiders. And I can watch it. Um, NFL has a preseason package because you can't always get the games in your local market if you don't live in the market that the team's from. So, and since I don't live in Dallas, Texas, or even anywhere as close, you know, like 1,400 miles away, <laughs> um, but I can stream them online, which nice. is so cool for, I think it's 1995, yeah, 1995, I can stream all the preseason games, and I wa- get to watch them in high def, I sit here with my on my iMac, you know, I send it full screen, and I'm sitting, what, a foot and a half, two feet away yep. from it, and I'm watching the game, and I'm just, ha, <laughs> ha. Wait a minute, where's it at? Where's it? Here it is. You get that excited over other sweaty guys? It's my Cowboys. It's my <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I've been a fan for 40 years. You know, that that is super cool that you can actually um, stream it now over the internet. because And that that's what I wish a lot more TV would be like, a lot more of the, the channels and that. I'd love the ability to just say, like, if I liked everything on HBO, let's, you know, pay for a month be it $20 and watch all you can eat for that month or, or something like that and then swap around. I, I really wish, and, and hopefully maybe Apple will do that one day, where they'll make a subscription service uh, where it's an all-you-can-eat, you know, where, where you get package deals of, you know, hey, you can get these channels and they have these shows and you can download and watch them and all you've got to do is, is like you would a cable bill, you know, pay, pay like that. I, I think that would be excellent. So it's really cool that you can actually get the sports online and, and enjoy them? Because I know that you are a big football fan. Yeah. Now, the only thing I can't do is when the – this is preseason. When the season actually starts, I can't do it because the NFL has a lock-in with the with the television networks, not the cable networks, but the television oh, networks. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you, but you can get, again, because my favorite team is not local in my local market – so what I can do is I think it's 60 bucks a year. I can get access and see the game in one of three ways after the game has played within mm-hmm. 24 hours. I can see the game in its entirety. I can see the game with all the commercials cut out. Or I can actually, if for anybody that knows how American football works, I can see it where it's cut down to just the... Uh, Actual plays themselves. So that, that's the way I'd watch it. You know, so that they I could come actually up, see some action. Yeah, so it's so it's almost 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 nonstop action. Um, the other thing you can actually do, iTunes sells for I think it's a dollar ninety nine the day after sells you the twenty minute highlight reel like of the game. Nifty. So you can get that and watch it. I've bought way too many of those. Way, way <laughs> too many of those. Um, well, Kevin, you know what? I, yeah. I, I can help you with not buying those. See, what I'll do is I'll find out who won, 
and then I'll tweet you a, a DM and, and tell you what the score was, and then you won't need to watch it. You know, here's the sad part. Even if I know the score, still I watch will watch the game. <laughs> My wife walked in. Uh, her and the kids were outside doing something, and I'd come already come in. This is probably, I don't know, three months ago, maybe four months ago. And I had a game on, and I was watching it. And they said, why are the Cowboys playing? It's You know, this was May. Mm. It's not football season. It's not American football. They said, why are the Cowboys playing? I said, well, this is the playoff game from two years ago that I recorded that I'm rewatching. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've got to give you credit for that. I, I know a lot of people do, you know, collect different sporting events and they'll, they'll watch them again and stuff. I tend to treat sporting events as I've watched it, I've seen it, let's move on, Where, when's the next event taking place? Um, you know, I, I used to enjoy the wrestling um, which isn't, I know, necessarily regarded as a real sport. You still need to be able to run around the ring and throw yourself, you know, gymnastically. And I'm, I'm not talking about the, the traditional proper wrestling. I'm talking about the, the WWE-style wrestling. And, you know, I used to love that, but I wouldn't re-watch what I had already watched. I'd, I would always wait for, oh, the next pay-per-view, let's, let's check that out. And I must admit, I haven't watched it in seven or eight years. I've tried to get back to it not recently but maybe about a year ago and i watched a couple of, of lots and it's like oh this is just a, a little bit boring for me now i just i don't know it's a i just changed my view maybe it's just the superstars that are there now they just didn't appeal to me um well you know it's funny i i cannot stand to watch wwe or wwf whatever it's called because it's it always from the first time i saw it when i was probably eight 10 years old, I went, that just doesn't look real and doesn't make sense to me. And then in high school, being involved in real wrestling, Greco-Roman style wrestling, yeah. um, I had my ass kicked by some of the best wrestlers in the state of Virginia. The um, I actually had my ass kicked by the state championship, uh, state champion one year. So, I mean, I feel very honored. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I know that. And then the other stuff that's on television, which I call wrestling. Uh, and I emphasize the RAS as opposed to the RES. Mm -hmm. So um, I just cannot stand to watch that stuff. It just, oh, it just weirds me out. I just, you know, Hulk Hogan and was it Reddy Rowdy? Rowdy, 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 uh, Rowdy, Rowdy Pipe, yeah. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I just... look, you know, it, even you know, the Undertaker is up to uh, WrestleMania twenty-one nil, uh, you know, with a winning streak, and it's like, yeah, okay, that's not believable. He's, he's wrestled some of the the quote unquote best wrestlers in in the industry, and he still beats them at every single WrestleMania, even if he's coming back off injury and that. And it's like, yeah, it's all story driven. But see, it's no worse in my opinion than watching a movie if it's put together well. And I, I think I recall, I don't know if you ever watched the documentary uh, Beyond the Mat, which dealt with that industry um, of wrestlers. And Vince McMahon was quoted on, on that documentary as saying, you know, we're sports entertainment. We make movies. We make three hours, three hour movies every week. And it's dead true. It is sports entertainment. They do make movies every single week. But it's the twists and turns that you don't know what's going to happen that make you want to watch it. And if it's well-written, because they've got writers in the back, if it's well-written, then it's going to be engaging like any good movie would be. 
But if you're after, you know, something like, you know, if you look at, you know, NFL, for instance, well, you want that that's real. You know, that that's the guys working their asses off. Hopefully they're not getting paid on the side to drop the ball. But they're, they're working their asses off to beat the other team, whereas the wrestling is, is more really, let's let's script it this way so that we get the, the biggest cheer or the biggest boo out of the crowd. And, um, you know, they, they, they make people heels. They make people superstars uh, because of that. But the, the sad part is I know people that's, that up until they were well into their 20s, and I mean well into their 20s, close to 30, really thought that was real. Oh, really? Wow. They just, they refused to believe that, you know, that could be faked or that, you know, they were doing, that any of it was faked. It was like, really? I mean, you know, I was like going, oh, dear Lord in heaven, help me now. But, you know, it's, it, you know, to each his own. I don't make, you know, if you if you find something entertaining and it doesn't harm me. Yeah then I'm pretty much okay with it. Let, 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 so, you me, know. let me ask you, because they, they do go... I mean, they've got their stories and their stupid stories, and sometimes it's like, really? You know, it, it just sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, but when they have the... Uh, like the Hell in the Cell matches, or, you know, one one was, uh, you know, Mick Foley's... It, and you're not watching it, you probably haven't seen it, or maybe have where he fell off the top of a cage onto the announcer's booth. And, okay, yes, those guys know how to fall, but there's something so far that you can fall without breaking something, without having blood gushing. Yeah, really. I, I mean, you, you've got to look at some of the extreme matches that they have where they've got, you know, barbed wire and stuff, and they have, you know, bleeding and so forth. I mean, they, they put their bodies through a, a hell of a bit for sports entertainment. And, look, I know that some some of it's fake blood, right? You know, that that's not an issue. But there's other matches, that are the hardcore matches, that, you know, they've got ladders that are smacking against each other. They're falling off ladders. I mean, you can fall properly and know how to fall, but that's a big fall, you know? Yeah, I you know, I, I, I'm not taking away from the fact that these guys probably have to be amazing athletes and know what they're doing to prevent from actually hurting themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I will I will freely admit that that these guys are amazing athletes. It's just I don't know what it is, but it's like one of those things that it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. Or like when you hear rap, it's the same thing. I hate it. Mm-hmm. So I avoid it and stay away from it. It's just yeah. And it's just, let, let me I, ask you, Kevin, is it the storylines, the the fake storylines that you don't like or is it more the uh, you know, the so-called reality TV that's scripted. It, is it that portion that you don't like, or is it simply that you look at the wrestling style and you go, hey, you know, that guy just flipped him over the back of his head. It's more, you know, gymnastical than it is wrestling. It, I, to be honest with you, it annoys me at such a base level of my being, I couldn't tell you. So it's I mean, just all of it, all of it is bad and negative. It just, it, it, you might as well ask me to chop off one of my limbs, cook it, and eat it myself. It's it is that bad. I swear. I just I I don't know what it is about that that just ah uh, it drives me up a fracking wall. <laughs> you know what, boy, we have difference of differences of opinions, but you know what, it would be dull if we were all the same because you know look I, oh, I've, yeah. I've had I've had my views as you know. 
Uh, you know, I've had my views, you've had your views on, on different things too. It, it's amazing what we gravitate towards and what we gravitate from um, and, and just sort of stay clear from. You know, I'm, I'm not a big person into reality TV. I do like, you know, certain things like uh, Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that. Even though, of course, you know, Gordon Ramsay is told, listen, swear as much as you can and make them look like idiots. Okay, fine, but it's still one of those things because I love being in the kitchen and I love cooking. It's fun for me, you know, I, I watch that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, but other things, uh, you know, I just won't watch. And, you know, it's it's something like, you know, the NFL, I, I personally won't watch that. I wouldn't, you know, try and get hold of a game. I've never watched it. I like American baseball. I don't like basketball. See, I, I, I like see, ice I hockey. Don't... Whereas I don't American like baseball. Football, I, look, I was never never a big sporting person at the school level anyway, so I, I never really got into, into I would it. I wouldn't either. In, in Australia, we've got basically three games of football, and, and you know that's not including soccer, which soccer is football for Australians. A, a lot of people are calling soccer football now, but we, we still call it soccer. So we've got the AFL, which is a really, really fast game. That game just does not stop. Uh, you got to check it out on YouTube. Find a, a you know a, a clip. It is fast, fast, fast. Um, then we've got uh, rugby league, which is a much slower form, not nearly as slow as NFL, uh, but it's still you know they they take their time. There's steps involved, and there's you know a lot. It's a lot more strategic, I guess. And I shouldn't say that AFL isn't strategic, but it's very AFL is just extraordinarily fast. Um, and then you've got Rugby Union, which, you know, we, we always, you know, beat the Kiwis and then we always beat the, the guys in the UK and, you know, I don't, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to yeah, have no, some I, hatred, Marl, about that now. And, and Union's a good game. I actually, I don't watch much of Rugby League because I just, it's not my cup of tea. Union, which is extraordinarily similar, but a little bit different, I enjoy and AFL, if it's on, it's like, yeah, that's great because it's nice and fast. And there's always something going on, which I think is the best part about it. So for, for that reason, not having stuff going on, like maybe I'd like that that 20-minute condensed version you were talking about, you know, the NFL where it shows all the highlights and, and shows the plays rather than, you know, all the in-betweens. I, I couldn't, I don't think I could do the in-betweens, honestly, Kevin. I just, I'd look at that as, as just, space that needed to be filled with something i'd probably be tweeting a lot uh well in between and believe me i understand that's what a lot of people don't like about american football i and i and i completely understand that and i know with american baseball to me it is the slowest and the most boring thing to watch i love the only thing that'll the only thing that'll put me to sleep faster than that is a fishing show (laughs) I, I agree with you there. That's the first thing we've agreed about today. Fishing is dull and boring. <laughs> I mean, I like to fish. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy going but fishing myself. It. Yeah. But watching a fishing show is like, oh, my God. And But uh, but baseball, I sit there and it's like, mm, I, <laughs> it's just it's like, all right, the pitcher through the ball. And, and and people will talk, oh, it was a great game. It was one nothing. I'm going, no, no, a good game would be like 38 to 22 or something yes, like that. Yes. You, you <laughs> I don't need, like you these. Need some, you need some out of the parks to, uh, to get My, that I have, I have a good friend, a guy I grew up with, and uh, he's best friend, best man at my wedding, and uh, he wants summarized baseball perfectly for me. He said it's 15 minutes of fast-paced, hardcore action, 
packed into three and a half to four hours. <laughs> you know, there is an element of that, but uh, look, you know, it, it's just the way it is. And, and it's yeah, a, I mean, it's I a pl- game I like. It, I, yeah, I, think I, I mean, I, also, I play baseball. See, I, I've tried to even play the computer game versions of the NFL, and I just, I don't get it. You know, I, I've played the different Maddens over the years, and it's too much strategy for me. It's it's too much thinking about where I'm going to put the players and where the players should be and what's the best play to make. Whereas I've always been, I just want the ball. Let me run with the ball, man. Oh, now see, I can understand the strategy, but the Madden games themselves, the, the key buttons and stuff like that, my fingers, excuse me, do not work that way. No, they, they, they kind of, you know, you twist your fingers inside out trying to to sort of do anything. Yeah, push A, pull trigger, pull, pull the right trigger, push button A, hit the thumbstick up twice, and then hit the fire button three times. I'm going, what? And by that time, I've tackled. I'm going, I was just trying to throw the damn ball. Yeah, you, you know what? You need the real simple version back on the original NES where it's like you got the A button, you got the B button. Run, pass. <laughs> you know, run faster, pass. You know, try, press both buttons at once, done. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, 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 I like I, the I, simplicity. But now, as far as the strategy and stuff, no expert. Not an expert, but I understand it. I understand passing situations. I understand running situations. I understand how to set up some defense, basic defenses and stuff like that. But uh, I've always been a football fan. I played a little football when I was real young. I have to tell, there's always a funny story. I told my kids this the other day, and they find it quite amusing. When I first tried to play football, I wasn't good enough, and I didn't make the team. But they had so many of us that came out that year, and they had to cut so many. They took all the kids that they cut, and they put us on a flag football team. <laughs> cool. Do you know Do you know what flag football is? Uh, is it like a uh, – oh, hold on a sec. Now, is it a touch football team? Because we do something it's, it's, similar. It's, it's very similar to that. But what you're doing is you have a belt that you wear, and it has a flag on each side. So instead oh, of – And the, you've got to grab the flag. Yeah, yeah okay. We, we don't do it that way. We just do, like, tag – uh, but the flag is okay. better because you've got to take the flag, whereas the tag, someone can say, oh, I tagged you, but, you know, they really didn't. So but your way's better. Well, I mean, this is this was – we play touch football in this country too. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. not that we don't. So they put me on this. And, of course, I'm all keyed up. You know, I'm getting to play football. Playing in a stadium in front of, I don't know, maybe 100 or 200 people. You know, I'm all excited. I'm all worked up. And – we were playing the game, and I played uh, on defense. I played nose tackle, or did I play guard? I can't. I played on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. They and I was one of the bigger kids. I was I was probably top five as far as height goes of the mm-hmm. kids that I was playing with, and weight wise, I was in the top ten or 10, fifteen as far as that goes. So I went. You know, they snapped the ball. I went flying through the line, grabbed the running back threw him to the ground, and then yanked the flag off and stood up. I was like, no, Kevin, all you had was pull the flag off. And see, we didn't wear pads or anything when we played flag football. Ah. So, so, you know, here I am, I charted, blasting through the line, and I yanked the flag off, threw the guy down, yanked the flag off, and said, yeah. No, Kevin, you can't do that. Just pull the flag off and stand there, and that's where we'll mark the ball down at. <laughs> so uh, it was. It was Funny. needless to say, it was quite entertaining. Then I played one year little league football. 
Um, I played a lot of baseball when I was a kid because it was easy to, you know, play, and I liked playing. Mm-hmm. Can't stand to watch the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I must. It, I, I must admit, I prefer playing different sports than I do watching them. You know, I'm a big tennis fan, and I, but I, I love playing tennis. Every time I watch a match, I just want to go out to the tennis court and actually play a game of tennis. Uh, Never but, played. Speaking of, before we let everyone go for for this week's, I'll I'll just tell you my little football story, and this is just, you know, touch football at at school. Anyway, um, you know, I was never good enough at sports, I could never play football, but, you know, I I was in the same class as one guy who went on to to play for one of the local teams um, in Australia and Sydney. And he actually played for Parramatta at the professional level, first grade level. And then uh, I believe at the moment he's over in the UK coaching. Uh, he went to the UK for a while, played for them, uh, and then now he's he's coaching uh, one of the teams over there. And uh, anyway, this one day the, the ball gets passed to me, 100 metres away from the line, and i got to run. And i got I got people coming and gunning for me. And and this guy who who went to, on to play professional football, he was already great at the school level. I mean, he was like the best footballer that the school had. Uh, in fact, he got a scholarship to go to another school and left my school for a couple of years, then came back after the scholarship ended. Um, and I outran him the whole hundred meters. I've never done wow. it before in my life. I mean, my big booty, Kevin. I was there. I was with the ball, and there was absolutely no way he was catching me that day. And uh, you know. It was the proud moment. It was it was the the geek, the nerd, the non sports guy beating the jock, and it, only time it ever happened. Every other time, that got done in like two seconds. But that time, you, just you couldn't beat me. I just had I I I had flames coming off my feet that day. <laughs> that there's nothing like when I first started playing football. I was the biggest kid out there, you know, with my friends and stuff. For the first up until the time we were about. 13 or 14 years old, I guess, around there. I was taller than everybody else. I was broader across the shoulder, everything. Then all of a sudden, my damn friend started to grow. Son of a bitch has got to be about 6'2", six 6'3", six <laughs> six tall. And I'm going, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> you know, and then they're throwing me on the ground. I'm going, what the hell? You know, It's not meant it to like, be this way. <laughs> well, see, because back then there was a rule, too. I couldn't carry the football as a running back because I was much bigger than the other kids. And I'd go running down the field, and I was strong enough that I could carry a couple kids with me as I'm going down the field. <laughs> So they wouldn't let somebody. I could play the line. Yeah. You know, I could be somebody that played the line and tackled, but I could not. Now, if I picked up a fumble, different story. Yeah. You know, then it then it was okay. But to just be in the running, uh, to just to be in the backfield and have the ball handed to me, it was against the rules. I was oh, like, well, that son of a sucks. bitch. That's, why, why play then? The whole aim is to get the ball, run with the ball. But, but the funny part was, it's just as well because the poor kid that we had as a quarterback. I never could understand what the hell that boy was saying. He'd get up to the line. He'd he'd go to call a signal. Hey, I'm sitting going, what? <laughs> and I would just have to wait until I saw people move and sn- and and then and then go because I you know because it'd be something like blue forty two red seventy seven break break hut and I can't. It sounded like he had a mouthful of marbles the whole time. And I think even a couple times the center was going, what? Am I supposed to snap the ball now? <laughs> it was it was funny. We called him Mushmouth. Oh, crazy stuff. Oh. Yeah, very very crazy stuff. 
Well, Kevin, we've had a crazy show. We've uh, we've argued about te- television shows and the moral standings of society, especially in America, and and, uh, and we've talked about sports. We talked about batteries, and uh, I, I I reckon we've had a pretty good show. You know, it'll be up to the listeners. They might tell us we're full of shit. So I don't. <laughs> I don't care what the listeners say. I'm happy okay. that we're full of shit. Yeah, well, their their shits are bread and butters, like I, is what I like to say in my yeah, business. You know, I, I'd love to be able to say that, but the listeners don't give us a dime. But you know what? I say that I might have to watch Kenny tonight. Oh, Kenny, yes, Kenny. We can all agree on is great. I aspire to be Kenny. You want to really get into the the poop thin and clean it out? Well, see, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move to Australia, bring my family. Oh, uh, you're not hiring me to do that job. And we're going to have Kevin and Mark's poop cleaners. Jesus Christ. Or we can have uh, K&M ported potties. Oh, dear. I like that idea. I know you like like the idea. There is no way I am cleaning up someone someone other's poop. Some... Someone else's poop. It's bad enough I go clean up after myself, Kevin. <laughs> you have the big hose, you stick it in there and go... <laughs> it's like a giant Slurpee. Uh, oh, don't do that! You've ruined my Slurpees now! That's it. That's it. This is the end of the show. I'm out of here. I, I, I've been disgraced. I, 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 I've been... Ah, oh, ah, yuck. Especially when you get a frozen Coke one, it just looks similar. Then if you mix it with a bit of lime, oh, oh. Only difference is one's warmer than the other one. Thank you, Kevin. Where can the listeners find out more about you? Oh, jeez. If they want to know more about my... They don't! They don't! I'm serious! They don't! If they want to know more about my more serious and philosophical side, they can... <laughs> they Sorry, that, that, that phlegm's been on the chest. It's been waiting to come out all show. Sorry. Uh, here comes my 12, size twelve boot too. They can always Woo! find me on on Twitter or on uh, app dot net at uh, big underscore in underscore va or go over to about dot me forward slash Kevin Alder. Fantastic. And if you want to get in touch with me and abuse me for the amount of abuse that I've given Americans on this episode of the show, simply head across to markgreentree.com. And, and listen, listeners, seriously, trust me, I love most of what comes out of America, just not some of it. Some of it's just distasteful. So, And I'm, I'm sure we have the same thing as well somewhere that I don't pay attention to in Australia and stuff. But, yeah, it's just certain things that are like, mm, no, thank you. Anyway, until next week, take care. And don't forget... Between now and next week, to hug a geek. Hello, people. My name's Peter Bird, and I am the host of the Deeper Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests, and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives, or the things they're interested in, or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there, and to learn. If that appeals to you, or you like that idea, or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network.